Hi, I'm Big Nakuma. And I'm Audio Nerd 64. And we are your Gamma Friends, Gamma Friends, Gamma Friends. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. Uh, I hate your face. What are we talking about this week? <laughs> um, we're gonna do some E3 wrap up. Uh, nothing, nothing too intense. Yeah, let's three-hour show. I know, it was so much. Um, We're going to talk about the Battlefield Alpha that just dropped. We're going to talk about some PUBG, lots of PUBG news randomly. NHL, uh, we're going to talk about for the first time I've ever talked about it. Ever? Um, (laughs) In life? (laughs) Google is maybe making a console. Um, Nintendo and Xbox are like in a back room hooking up somewhere. Mm -hmm. And you want to tug at the wig of Anthem. I do. They deserve it. Just <laughs> a little, just a little We're going to get a little nerdy with a show that's near and dear to my heart. Because I engineer it. You mean your wallet? Also oh, my wallet. <laughs> how else can I afford things? <laughs> Other than that, we're just talking sequels. Apparently. Because you know how we, we stand a good sequel here at Game of Friends. A lot of sequels. Ammon and the Wasp. Uh-huh. The Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And Avengers 4. Still untitled. Uh, what else? Mastered. Oh, and Luke Cage. Mm. Mm. Anyway, in the home screen, um, I've got a lot to talk about. I played a lot of games. I don't know. I guess it's been a month, so. It has been a month, but also this is still a lot of games for a month. Um, I've been playing the shit out of The Sims. Um, I've been playing some City Skylines, uh, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, Sunset Overdrive, Elder Scrolls Online, Halo Wars, and Halo Wars 2. Oh, another sequel. (laughs) (laughs) And then after our little little usual musical interlude, Mm. we're going to talk about racing games. Yay! I'm really excited. Big Nick is looking at me like, uh... (laughs) Let me have a moment. Let me have my moment to shine. I'm very excited for you. I'm excited for me too. I'm excited for our audience, really. They're gonna get it. This it's real. It's for y'all. I mean, Cedric plays Forza. I do play Forza. <laughs> Is that too much of an inside joke? No. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Nick, take us away. E three. What's going on with that? I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that has come out after E3 that I just wanted to highlight really quickly. Mm. Um, first and foremost, we actually got to see the gameplay from Cyberpunk 2077. Ooh. Um, and it is... The big 50 minutes. Yeah. And everyone's like, ah, it's 50 minutes! It's really long and really good. I, is it up on it YouTube? Up, yeah. Oh my God, I need to go see it. Yeah, yeah, you have to go watch it. This is going to be the best game of our generation i mean obviously (laughs) (laughs) i as we all know hesitate to uh say those types of things Mm -hmm, except mm -hmm. about the division um (laughs) i i I don't know It, it looks really good i'm i have nothing negative to say about it um i prefer a third person experience i'm just gonna admit that i do Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i don't mind first person shooters i play a lot of those types of games um 
I don't know. I just kind of figured because of The Witcher, I would also be playing third person in Cyberpunk. So other than that, um, I'm really excited for it. It looks really great. And I won't say anything else as to not spoil it for those of you... That didn't see it? I was trying not to make a joke about the fact that you host a podcast and haven't seen it. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Thank you, Nick. You're so welcome. Mm. Um, also, uh, you know, we heard that some people played Anthem. Uh, and Some people. Apparently, a lot of people uh, think Ugh. it was the game of show. Um, you seem to have strong opinions about that. A whole lot of accolades for a whole lot of <laughs> nothing. Look, we all know how I feel about Anthem. I am here for Anthem to do really well. I want Anthem to be a really great game. However, I ain't see shit. Did you, you see shit? I didn't. Most regular ass people, most regular regular schmegular gamers... They ain't see shit. Yeah, we didn't see anything. So, like, I mean, whatever. I, do I trust, you know, the industry heads to uh, make good opinions about games because that's what they do? Sure, whatever, fine. I just want to be able to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. But we ain't see nothing. Yeah. So, like, mm, I don't know. I just... It almost sits in contrast to Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is very likely not even going to be released next year, and we still got almost an hour's worth of gameplay. Drag them. And Anthem literally showed the same five images on a loop the whole time. The whole time, though. And, you know, people got to play it, but it was behind. I mean, even, well, Cyberpunk was behind closed doors, but now we can see it. But, like, no one knows what the fuck these people got to play for Anthem. It could have been like 10 minutes and them just flying around like Iron Man. I vividly like, remember someone posting in the group chat, in the Bones of Feet group chat, that there was like new Anthem footage and it's just that they hadn't seen it yet <laughs> was and you got so, so excited. mad. And Who it was posted just the it again? Because I, I feel like I need to call them out after this it recording. Was it was Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> I was... Ugh. I'm not over that. I was like, oh, great, more footage. And like, literally Jesus pulled me away not, from what I was doing to be like, there's yeah. anthem footage. We got to watch it right now. I don't even know. I don't even know what was going on. I just remember just it was the most important thing for me to do. And it turned out to be a complete waste of energy, hype, time. Hmm. Hmm. Terrible. It was. Um... Other than that, um, I got some more clarification on Control, the game from the folks who made Quantum Break for Xbox. Mm, uh, and I'm... it doesn't look good. <laughs> 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 it's like uh. one of those games uh, where you go through the whole map and then the game finds a mechanism to bring you back to the front of the map because it's linear and you just keep replaying the same thing, but maybe it's a little bit different each time or you have different weaponry or you're taking a different route or something. Um, it And it is purposeful. Like it's not... Uh, it's like part of the story. Yeah, yeah. It's it's how they weave it in. Obviously, we don't have full details on how all of that works. Right. But what I saw was not... As promising as what I thought it uh, looked like at the announcement. So, Can I, are we still going to get a TV show in the middle of it? <laughs> Can I still eat ice cream while I play this game? Now that uh, they're doing it for PlayStation, I don't know. I don't know. That's another thing. I'm not even sure whether or not it's an exclusive or not. 
It might be coming out for Xbox too. I'm not sure. Um, and I guess one of the last things, I finally saw some Gambit footage for the new Destiny expansion, Forsaken. Yeah. It looks pretty good. It does look pretty good. It looks like I like the whole PvP versus PV or PvPVE mechanic that they got going because it's like just enough crucible for me to be like, okay, I can still fuck with it because I'm not good at <laughs> PvP. Um, I really, I, I suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> Watching the footage, it definitely looks like 70-30 PvE to PvP. Uh-huh. You know I love some good PvE. Yeah. I also like that it's one on three every time. Yeah, uh, that's a really cool mechanic to it. Yeah, you can definitely... Some excitement. You know, someone who might not be great at PvP could team up with one person that is and someone who's mediocre. And mm-hmm. then the person that's good, you know, theoretically, as, as far as I can tell, could go every time. Right. Um, Looks great. I'm excited. I really think Forsaken, I won't say it will save Destiny. I think it will get it back on its two feet, though. Hmm. Maybe we won't be running. (laughs) You know, maybe it might be a a light jog, a brisk walk, a speed walk, you know, because there's rules to that. Yeah. Brisk walk. Um, it's an Olympic sport. It's an Olympic sport. You're still playing the game. That's right. I am still playing the game, but um, I do want to call out, though, I think my prediction for Warmind was correct, because we haven't been playing it. Yeah. And it, I don't has it been five weeks since it came out? We didn't even, Well, I think because getting to Escalation Protocol was so difficult, I don't even think I'm good enough to get there, but I'm just like... Mm-hmm. Which is wild, because they lowered the... Like threshold. Oh, maybe I am good enough to get in now. I'm at yeah. like three seventy. I think you're a little higher than that. You could definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm three eighty five, so that's why I stopped playing. It's because I, I've finally maxed out. Um, I finished Escalation Protocol. I haven't done all of the Escalation Protocol bosses. Uh, they they rotate every week. Yeah. Um, but I've done I've done two of them now, uh, and I have not yet done the raid. But wah, wah. I think what's going to end up happening is that uh, my little brother and his friends are going to get caught up to me in light level. I think they're almost there, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll finally squat up since Bones of Feet has basically stopped playing already. Bones of Feet are going to be around for a long, long time. Yeah, just not on Destiny. <laughs> not on Destiny. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, I was so upset about that realization setting in until the Division 2 got announced. Mm. Which looks like it's going to be a great game. I'm so excited. <sighs> Talk so about good. saving themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. They're running. They are sprinting. Yes, I agree. Like... Like Usain Bolt sprinting. I saw one of the, I guess, fairly famous Division YouTubers um, who gave a fairly in-depth review of their behind-the-scenes time with the game Mm -hmm. and said that it was an improvement in nearly every single way on the base game. That's... And he's someone who's really honest. What you're supposed to do. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, wow. You didn't, I, yeah, you didn't see them go on stage complaining about how hard it is to make a game. Did you? Did you? It's sad that we are so surprised. It's like, like oh, oh they, they made it They better? made it better? In every way. Fuck. <laughs> Who knew? Oh, my God. Bars. Um, moving Very on enough. from E3 stuff, uh, 
into, I guess, post E3 now? <laughs> I don't know what to call this. Battlefield's Alpha came out, uh, and people oh, are really shit. enjoying it. Who gets to play it? It's super selective. I have no idea what the criteria is, but it is not an open thing at all. Ugh. Um, we got to get famous. I mean, if we get famous, you can certainly do all of the Battlefield Alpha-ing that you want. Oh, yeah. I want to play Battlefield Feminism. That's what I'm, that's the, what I'm calling the game. By, <laughs> from now on, I'm not calling it Battlefield 5. I'm calling it Battlefield Feminism. Oh, my God. We're going to lose so many followers. No, we're going to gain followers because I'm our kidding. followers love feminism. I mean, hopefully. I feel like we've been making the joke for like three episodes now, so. Yeah, that's true. We definitely have. If you and don't we, know, now you know. <laughs> we kind of did go really into the bit last week, too. We did. So last I'll, episode? Last, last episode. Last episode. So I'll step off as good as a bit as it is. <laughs> uh, regardless, people are really enjoying it. Again, I'm not a huge Battlefield person, but to each their own. And I'm incredibly happy that everyone else seems uh, very happy so far. Yeah. It is a very limited pool of people, though, so um, who knows if we can really trust all of those reviews. Yeah, you know, I did say the same thing about... I said We said that for Anthem. I have to say the same thing about Battlefield Feminism, although <laughs> people for Battlefield Feminism didn't go on stage asking for pity points. But they did stand up to their fans, so... They did. Or like non-fans, I guess, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, those people are going to be mad and playing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, moving on... We're going to talk uh, a lot, I guess, about PUBG. Not a lot. I ain't got nothing to say except that I am cackling <laughs> internally. Why are you cackling at the demise of PUBG? <laughs> <laughs> well, because they looked at their bank account and was like, we can't afford this lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I am guessing is what happened. They were like, damn, we ain't got the money for this. <laughs> I think someone was like, yo, you are really not going to win this lawsuit, and so maybe it's not a good use of your time. Their lawyers were like, A, you can't afford this retainer. B, this is a shit case. <laughs> Have you ever been louder in your life? Maybe. I don't know. I'm now externally cackling about this hilarity. <laughs> I, could you, can you believe? Can you believe? They just had this bullshit lawsuit. I'm calling it bullshit. And then they just going to drop it like what? We just talked about it. They dropped it like two weeks later. Well, we found out about it two weeks ago. It was filed earlier this year. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Regardless. I'm uh, still cackling. We're <laughs> the lawsuit isn't the only thing dropping. Uh, the oh, player base is... <laughs> Just dwindling. <laughs> Even as new maps also drop. There's so many that's yeah. wild. Here's the thing. They recently celebrated that they had 400 million unique players. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not that the dollar. game is not a success anymore. It's just that... Um, it's not successful as Fortnite. <laughs> it's not nearly as successful as Fortnite. And it's... Uh, it, the player base has halved since the beginning of the year. Um, mm -hmm. And... I don't know. It's just not looking good. The but battle pass. That's their own fuck battle. What the fuck is that? I ain't like even hear about this. It's like their Fortnite thing Ugh. where you, so Fortnite, you pay into the season as long as you play and meet certain criteria and do certain things, you get rewards for that. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't buy the pass with Fortnite, you can still earn the rewards. They're just not unlocked until you pay. 
Mm-hmm. So if you wait until the last day of the season to pay and you've unlocked everything, you can get all of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, some people do that so that they don't have to pay unless they definitely get all the stuff that they're looking for. Well, it doesn't seem sense. like uh, PUBG's works that way. It's uh, not rolling out the progression system uh, to all of the players. It's only to the people that pay. So folks are just not super, super happy with the game right now. And I can't imagine that they can afford to do something like that and lose even more people when the console and PC player base is falling the way that it is. Uh, keep in mind that $400 million includes mobile. And I'm sure at this point, at least 50% of the player base is probably mobile. Listen, if you want to play mobile PUBG, more power to you. No, yeah, no, go for it. Like, but also don't be like, we got all these players and it's mobile. Like, I it's mean, complete. It's fine. It's, that it's fine, mobile. but it's like not, you're not playing. It's not I like, Fort, the, it's not Fortnite mobile where you're actually right. playing with the people who are on yeah, consoles. Yeah, it's yeah. a completely different, separate thing. I, I also think that there's the impression that most of those people are like are on PC or something like that. Um, mm. And maybe. You know, half of that overall number is PC, but um, Ugh. I don't know. Whatever. I I still play it. I I still prefer it. I want it to be better. I'm we excited for the new maps to come out on Xbox. I'm excited for them to fix some damn bugs. <laughs> they have a whole still team just so ready buggy. to roll out new maps, and yet... <laughs> They can't even get the bugs worked out. That's such an unfair tightrope for them, though, because literally the the moment that they switch to doing only bug fixes and not bringing anything new to the game, people are going to be like, it's stale. It's the same map over and over again. Listen, I've played on, what's that, Miramar for how long? And it was perfectly fine. I was so happy when the eyeball monster went away for us Negro characters. <laughs> Ugh. The first map is Arendelle. Oh. And the second one is Miramar. Whatever. I host a gaming podcast. (laughs) But you get my point. Yeah. So whatever. Mm. Speaking about Negroes. Mm. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ignore the inflection of that mm, and just continue with what I had to say. P.K. Saban, he's a hockey player from Canada, Mm. so Dump Truck would know him probably. I'm sure we're the only people who don't know him. Probably in the group. I don't know. We don't don't do sports. This is very difficult for me right now. I've heard of him, though. Oh. Yeah, because he's black. Right. Okay, so he's black. (laughs) (laughs) And there's this wonderful hockey player and is also philanthropist. It's like an enemy for me, okay? (laughs) <laughs> okay I'm Nemo it, That's a word Philanthrop No th- f- Philanthropic Philanthropic That's what I meant to say I see Anyway He's a he's a great human being mm. <laughs> He's gonna be on the cover Of the next NHL game I'm gonna buy it Which is <laughs> Why Nick uh, For reasons For 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 reasons Okay it's still June. Happy Pride. I just... <laughs> well, it's a big accomplishment, and I'm so glad that such a distinguished, wonderful human being can, you know, grace the cover 
of NHL games. Quite the philanthropist. Phil- philanthropic. He is philanthropic. Philanthropic. Hey. You did it. I did it. You know who else did it? What? You know who else did it? Google did it. Apparently, I have no, I've not even heard about this. I heard about Amazon wanting to get into making games, but Google's coming out with a console? It's just a rumor. Oh, it's just a rumor. We're speculating. But it is enough of a rumor that it's being covered. So since they got rid of the do no harm thing of their mantra, is the console going to like spy on us and like kill us in our sleep? Yeah, or? there's no way I'm buying this fucking console. <laughs> is it going to listen to everything and it's going to laugh at us like Alexa does? I, under no circumstances, <laughs> will not. would allow a, a product of <laughs> Google's in my home. I will, I'll play this at someone's house. Be like, oh, yeah. you got the Google console? I guess I can come over. I'll go to the Google store and play it. <laughs> just as a window display, like this is, this is great. <laughs> Um, just lost. You're like, what the fuck is a Google store? I am not excited about this at all. I do not think that we need a revival in the console wars. Um, I especially don't think that we need a console that is going to be gathering data on us. I know that Sony and Microsoft are also gathering data on us, but they're at least fairly transparent about what it is that they're capturing. At least they're... And there was just that huge news story about all those games that had spyware in them that are being removed on PC. Um, So I just, you know, I'm already feeling a little tracked in terms of uh, video game technology. And I do not want to give Google another foray into my living room. Look, I am not remotely worried about it because, like, what does Google do well? Gmail, Chrome, search engine, that's it. Drive? Oh, Drive. I do love, I stand Drive. Oh, my God. We use Google Drive. <laughs> G Suite. No, it's great. But, like, you know, Google Glass. Yeah, all their Every, hardware All their is hardware really shit not... is just, their phone, The apparently the Pixel's really good. But who owns it? People. I feel like if you're going to buy an Android phone, you would want to buy a Samsung. I would buy a Samsung before I bought it. Or a Motorola? Motorola, no. I don't know. I'm an Apple person. We know. I am sorry. Whatever. I'm not really that sorry, though. So I guess we'll find out at some point, probably like five years from now, if this actually is a true thing. I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care either, and I hope it's not. Wow, I'm so glad that we decided to talk about it (laughs) for not caring. (laughs) Someone cares. Somebody cares. Someone's really excited. Someone's really happy for them. Sure. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Speaking of consoles, though, um, Nintendo and Microsoft are flaunting this, like, really close relationship now. Oh, yeah. They're just, like, rubbing it in (laughs) Sony's face. As one of the headlines read. (laughs) It was just like, (laughs) what's, like, so, because when I saw the ad, I was like, oh, my God, this is revolutionary. Yeah. And then their Twitter handles went back and forth. It was so cute. And then Sony's just like Squidward in his house while SpongeBob and Patrick are running around. And it's just like. I think it's a really big deal that uh, there's going to be cross play on so many different things. Yeah. Um, Not just Fortnite anymore. I don't un- quite. I don't quite get Sony's reasoning for not wanting to be a part of this. I read it was a money thing. I also but isn't read that, that it was a answer? money thing, but. At the end of the day, I feel like more people are probably going to be interested in your game if they cross-play with someone else who has your console. Um, 
And I, I just can't see how this doesn't lead to sales for them eventually. Right. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe I'm completely wrong and it doesn't lead to any sales at all. But even then, like, don't you just want your consumers to be happy? Don't you just want... <laughs> Don't, don't no, you want it's the people capitalism. Who, what do you think this is? I mean, fair enough. It is capitalism. <laughs> um, but if I'm at least trying to provide some kind of service for the people that I'm exploiting, right? Um, will I not at least give them the illusion of choice? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't think they're thinking too hard. I think they're just like, fuck this. And I guess. I just feel like I'm I'm now more excited to be on Xbox. It's another right. reason for me to want to buy the next thing that they come out with. Right. Because they're, you know, giving me a reason to stick around because they're not trying to force me to do it. Right. And that's just kind of the vibe I get from the Sony decision. Yeah. I think it's, it is a little funny, though, because I feel like Xbox is, like, in my opinion, is, like, the console for, like, hardcore gamers. And then the Switch is, like, the console for casual players. And they can all play together now. And isn't that some kind of metaphor in there or whatever? Hmm. Do you think trying Xbox times? is the... Hardcore console? I would say that PC is, like, the hardcore gamer place, but, like, Xbox is right after. Hmm. wouldn't say PlayStation. I think PlayStation is Do you think PlayStation is for the casuals? I don't think it's for the casuals. I think it's, like, for your middle, <laughs> middle-row person. That's an interesting take. Is it? Feedback to info at GamerFriendsPodcast.com. Attention, Cedric. Don't at me. Oh. I mean, you can also just at me. I love engaging in a nice, hearty conversation where there is growth and mutual respect from both parties. We are hosting the wrong kind of podcast. Well, we're trying to foster change. (laughs) Like Microsoft and Nintendo are fostering change. Absolutely. See how I did that? I did see it. I'm, I'm good. I got it. Let's move on to these past two weeks in nerddom. Nerd Except it's kind dumb. of this past month of nerddom. A whole, a whole ass month of nerddom. <laughs> it's been a lot. Um, since you seem at least somewhat uncomfortable with this, I don't understand why, I will intro this to say that Audio Nerd works on a podcast uh, for a living. Uh, we don't <laughs> make money off this shit. Hey. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's not this one. Uh, <laughs> we do this one out of love. We love y'all. Uh, so Cedric works for Gimlet Media doing a podcast called The Nod. It's a very good show. And I personally have been listening to Brittany and Eric for a long time because before The Nod, they had a podcast called For Colored Nerds. So much nerdery going on right now. <clears throat> There was a lot of nerdery, uh, and it was one of my favorite podcasts. And I was really sad when it went away, but uh, I'm really happy with the reincarnation and excited that I know someone who's working on it. Yeah. I feel like we were really starting to get to know each other during that break. So it was, like, funny that, like, yeah, we, like, you, like, played an episode of theirs for me. And I was like, wait, why do I know these voices? And then that's when, <laughs> <laughs> that's was when I was in my, like, trial period for the, for the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, yeah, I, I engineer for them. I do all the – I'm behind the boards. Mm-hmm. Mixing. So uh, one of the most recent episodes, not the most recent episode, although that is also very good, is about Avatar The Last Airbender, kind of. It's really about the relationship between black people and like kung fu and martial arts. But that, I think, has really evolved into black people love anime. <laughs> it is like kind of a thing. If you don't know, now you know. And uh, Two. References. I like that. I appreciate it. 
the episode does a good job of really explaining how generationally there was a shift between like the kung fu martial arts movies and then this new genre. I think all of us of a certain age can remember at least some older black man, if not our dad, being super into kung fu movies <laughs> uh, and showing them to us all the time, which is exactly I, what happened to me. I shared the episode with my dad. He loved it. <laughs> and um, also forgot that I worked on a podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, <laughs> I would encourage you uh, to go check that out, especially if you like Avatar The Last Airbender. Spoiler alert, Cedric has never fucking seen it. Can I live? Uh, not until you've seen that fucking show. Look, we're I'm, I'm getting through Steven Universe. That's true. Avatar will be next. Oh, will it? Uh, nope, it's next. Thank you. Um, there it is. There it is. Yeah, um, well... It's very nerdy episode. Go check it out. It's very good. All right, so let's get into these past two weeks in sequels. Our new <laughs> segment. <laughs> um, I really just want to get this one out of the way. Uh, Luke Cage, season two. We got into the first episode and a half. That's a nice way of saying we stop watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's slow. It's really slow. I will. Here's one thing I will say. When we were at, we went to a friend of mine's birthday party, uh, and we were we were talking about Hired Gun. Uh, he's a rapper. He's actually really dope. Y'all should check him out. And we were talking about like ranking the Netflix MCU shows, and I said that the first season of Luke Cage was like the worst. Iron Fist was so bad that I forgot that it existed. <laughs> So, I am saying all of these things realizing that Iron Fist is the worst thing to come out of the MCU. So bad that I forgot that it existed, which is pretty bad. It's just, That's bad. For me to be like, this sucks, and also to be like, it sucks so much that it doesn't exist. Like, I legitimately forgot about it. Dot, dot, dot. This is, ugh, it's, ugh. I, I just want to see the arm. That's really... <laughs> I, I am really, I am only here for Misty Night. I just want her to be the show. Yeah. I want to watch Luke Cage and the Night Nurse have sex, and I want to watch Misty Night <laughs> hit people with her arm after they make an arm joke about her. That was a lot of arm jokes in that first hour, or that I mean, first like, episode and a half. Actually, trigger warning for, dis- for, for disabled folks. Yeah, no, it was like, it was really <laughs> shitty. I was like, oh. It, it kind of... I was thinking about how openly it's okay to discriminate against certain groups. Yeah. Like as much as as much as it totally is okay to discriminate against black people still. It is like really okay <laughs> in our society to, to to discriminate against people with disabilities. Like it, it ableism is something that we it's like ableism and classism, we like are still like mm, we can't talk about that yet. So if y'all want to know where my politics stand. <laughs> um, yeah, I, other than all of that, it just is setting up a very melodramatic season. It doesn't seem like the showdown could even be all that uh, climactic. That dab. The terrible Jamaican accent. You think it's bad? I live in Flatbush. Well, okay, so the thing, <laughs> it's funny you say that, because they the whole 
there was like a whole controversy about uh, the closed captions with the patois. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the the subtitles for those sections are in, I think, just straight up English. And a lot of people were like, yo, what the fuck? Uh, one of the showrunners, Chio Hadari Coker, is who I also have to say is probably one of the most engaged showrunners on Twitter. I feel like all I see is him just replying to people talking about the show, either yeah. good things or bad things. Like someone complained about the dab, and he's like, there's literally 20 other things that you can complain about the show. Take your pick. <laughs> I was like, damn! That dab was terrible. <laughs> but anyway, he was like saying, you know, we were trying to make sure that the patois was really was done really well, so that's why I like the subtitle. We just like, you know, the subtitles were a bit of an oversight. Um, so it's he like, he thought it was really good. Apparently you being a resident of Flatbush think it's booty. I don't think it's terrible. It's just you are not wincing. <laughs> it it just seems very put on. Mm. It doesn't it doesn't sound like someone with a Caribbean accent or any kind of like patois speaking effortlessly. It sounds like someone trying really hard to speak patois. <laughs> mm. Well, maybe it gets better. Throughout the season. Maybe. It might not even be the actor in terms of how they're saying things. Uh, Like, he may very well speak Jamaican patois. It's just that he's trying so hard as an actor (laughs) that it's coming off as, like, cringy. Um, I I don't know. And also, frankly, the plot doesn't even seem that interesting to me. Like, we're talking about drugs again. Great. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> drugs in Harlem. <laughs> Who's shocked? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to give it a chance. Look, if we got, if I can sit through Iron Fist, I can sit through anything, right? That we know of. Ugh. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I do like Luke Cage. He's respectable, but also, like, kind of a fuck nigga at the same time. Oh, most definitely. He's a petty bastard. He's like a step away from Hotep, and I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I feel you on that. I, I gotta say, all of the Netflix shows are slow burns, even Iron Fist. Iron Fist was watchable the by the burn. end. It was the slowest burn. He didn't even really use the fist to the like the very last episode. Like That's what I mean by the end. <sighs> <laughs> the last episode is the only watchable episode of Iron Fist. I actually thought it ended in like the 10th episode because there was so much action in comparison to the rest of the season. But I was like, oh, I just watched the finale. Okay, cool. I'm done. And then a new episode started. And I was like, what the fuck? How is there more? Um, anyway, I, I'm expecting it to get better. I have seen reviews that have said that it is the best Marvel season two. Of all of them. So Daredevil 2 was really good. Jessica Jones 2 was really good. So, however, Jessica Jones 2 was also a slow burn, and you were not as disinterested in that one at the beginning, but we were both kind of disinterested at the beginning. We had to power through to a certain point. Yeah. So, we'll have to see. Um, I just kind of wish that they would do a shorter season, like maybe 10 episodes at most, and only 40-minute episodes. I do not think that we need 12 hours of Luke Cage, because they're just filling it with bullshit that we don't need to see. Yeah. I think we talked about this before, just they pace it like normal TV. Yeah. And, like, we don't 
watch Netflix like normal TV. We binge it. Exactly. So I actually think they pace it slower than normal TV, but mm. um, moving on, uh, we saw The Incredibles. It was so good. Go last girl. It was very good. She did that. I think it was better than the first one. Mm. I don't agree, but I'm also not going to argue it. Um. Okay. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna argue it. Okay. Fair enough. If I'm thinking about all of the iconic scenes from the first one, I feel like there is a very similar scene in the second one that does it better. Like Edna is even better. Yes. Like that is just a funnier montage than the first one, and the first one was very funny. Very good. Go, Brad. The Elastigirl moments where she's like, "I'm a feminist." Like <laughs> those, those were better. Uh-huh. Uh, Frozone was great. The, I mean, it's the same plot. So the plot, the plot right. twist <laughs> is you the can same, see it but literally <laughs> a mile away. Scene, you from can the, see from, it as soon as the title sequence starts, you're like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, it's still really good though. No, it's still really good. I really enjoyed it. It's it's a good in rehashing some of the same themes right. in a way that Finding Dory wasn't. Like Finding Dory was mm. Finding Nemo, it just wasn't as good as Finding Nemo. So I liked it though. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> whoa. I I just think that, you know, they did the whole marital strife thing again, except it was really from the perspective of Elastigirl much more than the perspective of Mr. Incredible. Yeah. But I mean, it all kind of, it made sense because like technically the movies happened right after, right, right after another. Right, like, right. But it was uh, so well done. It was really, really good. And if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go see it. Go see it. That's it. Um, Next week, we have to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. No, I am really excited for it too. Uh, One everyone's of the really excited. Reviews that it. I just saw um, said that Marvel takes a break <laughs> with Ant Man <laughs> and the Wasp. So I guess it's really not going to be all that serious. Um, Good. Maybe the headline is just a red herring because I still firmly believe that Avengers four is going to involve the quantum realm. Like, that's how they're going to be doing their little time travel stuff. Some nigga's going to be turning to Ash by the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, too. I'm sure. I'm sure an after credit scene is going to be like, oh, no. <laughs> He's Ash. What happened? I think it's literally going to be the Wasp and, um, and Hank. I think it's going to be Hank Pym and the Wasp. I want Hope to be in Avengers 4. I don't think she is. Fuck. Have we seen any promotional materials with her in it? Um, I have managed to not really see. Any. I've seen like I've glimpsed, like scrolled past the concept that the concept yeah, yeah, that leaked yeah. like a month ago. Oh, and you know what? I know we don't have a huge platform yet, but you know what? Fuck everyone who just posts that shit without you know, like on Instagram without like a spoiler yeah. slide first or just. Fuck all of y'all, because y'all are literal pieces of shit. I don't want to see anything. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't even think I'm going to watch the first announcement trailer. <laughs> I think I want to go in not knowing anything. Uh, yeah, I feel you on that. I. Uh, I don't know. I. St- we still got bamboozled with the first trailers. Mm, that's so, true. They're probably. Not, I mean, they probably at this point won't trick us. But I won't know. I probably won't watch them. 
I feel like we're 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 definitely gonna get one. We're definitely you're definitely gonna see at the Captain Marvel movie. You think? Absolutely. Oh, I guess Captain Marvel is next year. It's like two months away from Avengers Four. Yeah, you're right. No, we'll see it before then. I bet. Yeah. Because we saw the first Infinity War teaser before Black Panther. That's true. I'm sure she probably won't be that much. Yeah, they're not going to show Captain no, no, Marvel no. at all. Could you imagine? You see Captain Marvel in the chair. She's also, you're watching her movie. Um, another person that we might not see is Spider-Man, since the <laughs> new Spider-Man title implies that maybe he's not going to make it back the same way. I don't know. I heard some rumblings that it was going to take place in Europe. Not. Oh. Anyway, homeboy is far from home. I am really upset how they did how he did the reveal for that because he was just like, "Oh, guys, I don't." He's just like holding the iPad with it. He's like, "Oh, here, here I am, Tom Holland, and I'm uh, spoiling things. Oops, my bad." And he just like it just like looks so staged, and I'm just like, Ugh. "It is staged." Yeah, but it's just like usually the leaks from him are like genuine leaks, and we're like, "Oh, Tom." But this one, I was just like, oh, whatever. Just show us the fucking thing. Can we? Be, can I move on with my life? I'm just kind of corny. I'm still <laughs> hoping that the Jake Gyllenhaal hire is like fake, <laughs> and that, are. and he's not gonna be in it because I do want it to be like cosmic. I don't want it to be on Earth. I want the implication of what happened to him in Infinity War matter for the next movie in a big way. Um, like introduce Miles or something. I don't know. So I, I'm just keeping mm. my my heart open. I guess we'll see. <laughs> we will definitely see. All right, let's get into the home screen. We can stop talking about sequels finally. Mm. Uh, I played Elder Scrolls because it was on Game Pass. I played for about 20, 30 minutes. I'll say 20 to 30 gaming minutes, which I think is probably like an hour's worth of time for normal people um not into it <laughs> at all really yeah hmm. i didn't get into skyrim that e- it's just a lot it's kind of like monster hunter and like that it's just like so much yeah that's and, almost exactly how i feel about it yeah but you also like played with people i didn't get a chance to play with the group it is infinitely more fun when you're playing with people it is not any less overwhelming or any less confusing. Mm. Um, you know, uh, Tim is really super into the Elder Scrolls series, and so he was Shocking. very uh, interested in playing it. And Jack had already picked it up, and so we had two people that kind of knew at least the basics of what was going on, mm-hmm. uh, but everyone else was new. And it, uh, I, I don't know, we didn't play for very long. <laughs> <laughs> we only played for, what, like a week or something like that? Uh, before we moved on. Um, And, you know, it seems like a really cool game that you can probably dump a ton of hours into if that's your thing. Um, But it doesn't sound like it was your thing. Nah, I mean, it's like, I guess the best way for me to describe it is just open world Skyrim. Yeah. With friends. (laughs) Except it's the whole continent of Tamriel. Right. Edna and I went on uh, an adventure. (laughs) Uh, And we had to cross three-fourths of the continent. <laughs> How long did that take? It took like 45 minutes and neither of us wanted to give up. <laughs> That's so nice. I love the perseverance. Yeah, it was a waste of time completely. Oh, you know. <laughs> um, so I've done the bulk 
of the remainder of the home screen. Yeah, I've played no games this past month. But you're going to get your shine when we talk about racing. Yay, racing. <laughs> so let me run through uh, all the other stuff really fast. Um, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, doesn't hold up. Didn't age well? It does not age as well as I would like it to. It is still, in my opinion, the best Star Wars game. Uh, certainly one of the better uh, RPGs I've ever played. It's just uh, very much of its time. It's not a 2018 game. Uh, there were some very frustrating uh limitations in terms of where I could go with my character. Mm -hmm. uh, there were also some frustrating limitations in terms of um, how you fight, which I didn't find as frustrating when I was playing originally. Uh, so, you know, things evolve and they, uh, you know, get old with time and it is definitely of its time. Uh, but I, I still have a lot of love for it. Uh, That's cute. It's on Game Pass if you want to go check it out for yourself. Maybe you want to relive the whole thing. I could only relive the first few missions before I decided that I had something else to do. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, I also uh, had a similar experience with Sunset Overdrive. You were really jazzed about that, actually. You gave me the entire... <laughs> I can't believe we're trying to make that a thing. We're trying to make that a thing. Blame Tim. Um, you gave me the whole breakdown of like this graffiti game where you tag things and skate around. I literally just is that it? it? You make it sound as if I was like giving you the lore of Sunset Overdrive. No, you gave me like a pretty. You should talk about it. You gave me like a pretty comprehensive overview of like why Sunset Overdrive was such a huge game when it came out. Oh, okay, fair enough. I so all I was really doing was explaining to audio nerd what Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future were. Um, because were? he's five. <laughs> he's five. <laughs> um, they were these old uh, skating games uh, where you were kind of like in this gang and you had to go around and graffiti things and eventually you were fighting with other gangs and it was friendly and then the government's like, hey, I'm fascist and then you're fighting the government um, and it's a lot of fun. It's a great game. I would love for it to become backwards compatible. I would buy it again in a heartbeat just to replay it. Um, I know it holds up because I found my old Xbox a few summers ago when I was visiting my parents and I played it um, and it was great. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, Sunset Overdrive is, you know, really a game in the same vein. I did not get to play it when it first came out. It was one of the Xbox launch titles. Um, so I, I missed it because I did not buy a bundle <laughs> when I bought my Xbox. <laughs> and I didn't, I wasn't sure that it was worth the money at the time. Uh, and a few months ago, if not like last year or something, uh, it was on uh, Xbox Games with Gold. And so I was able to pick it up. I just never played it until last month. Um, and I got to say, it was not all that great for me. Wow, you just keep playing all these old games that don't hold up. It's not even all that old. It's It's like only a few years old. It's not that it didn't hold up. It's just that it didn't hold my interest. Mm -hmm. um, I, I did play for a few hours. Um, so I can't really say that I got deep enough into the game to really appreciate what the plot was heading toward. Um, 
So I certainly don't want to discourage people from playing it. Um, but for me, the skating mechanic was just a little too complicated. Um, it's it's not like it's hard. It's just not intuitive in the way that Jet Set Radio Future was intuitive when I was playing that skating game. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the mechanics in that sense are fairly similar. You're like grinding on things and doing tricks and stuff like that and getting points for doing those tricks. And in Sunset Overdrive's case, you're like charging up specials really. Um, but, you know, it's a very exaggerated type of gameplay. It's almost South Park-esque in terms of its uh, humor, like way more over the top than even GTA. It's literally you're holding a, a shotgun that has balls on it. <laughs> like, it's not subtle. Mm. Uh, also, my character is like wearing booty shorts and a pink halter top. Um, so <laughs> it's not a game that's like taking itself very seriously. Mm. Um, it's fun. Uh, it's it just wasn't so fun that I decided to finish it. So mm-hmm. uh, a game that I did finish when Ugh. I did finally pick it up was Halo Wars. Ugh. We had talked about Gears, uh, Gears Tactical, the new RTS that was announced at E3, and I was like, you know what? I haven't ever played Halo Wars, and I love RTS, so I should totally pick this up. And I completely fell in love with it. I had so much fun playing the first one. I'm still not done with the campaign for the second one, but I have played a few individual matches and some online matches. Uh, and, you know, it's it's an RTS, and it works surprisingly well on a console. Um, there are certain controls that I much prefer from the first iteration of the game to the second iteration of the game. Uh, but overall, it was a really good experience, and uh, those are also both on Game Pass. So if you have it, I would certainly encourage you to pick it up. Uh, definitely a lot of fun. Um, lastly, and most excitedly, here we go. I've been spending some time on the PC. Uh, I did play City Skylines for a little bit, but it was really just until The Sims Seasons came out. And wow, it was just a placeholder for you. It was totally just a placeholder, which I feel bad about because I love my city. And every time I do work on it, it's like very therapeutic. I love playing city builders where I can kind of just put on some podcasts and zone out and like build my shit. Uh, But I can also do the same thing in The Sims. (laughs) So The Sims 4 Seasons came out and it is without a doubt the best pack for The Sims. If you have not bought any of the expansion packs for The Sims 4, Seasons is absolutely the one you have to get. Um, I know that there were a few folks upset about the snow depth issue, but... um, even though I have not personally gotten to winter yet, I'll get to Too that. Too many second. of y'all were upset about the snow depth. <laughs> I need you to shut Whole your mouth. Articles. Because snow depth was so critical in all the other games. You couldn't make a snowman if it like there was an inch of snow on the ground. So now you can make a snowman whenever. So like, you know, there's a little bit of uh he's looking at me like this is completely inconsequential. And I just need other Sims players to add him and let him know that his judgment is not necessary and Who's frankly judging? absurd. Who's no one's I'm not judging. You're you've been judging me all week for playing the Sims. I plead the fifth. anyway um i've been playing from uh start to finish in terms of the seasons uh so i started with spring uh and i'm only 
at the end of summer right now, I chose two week uh, season lengths. So <laughs> you can decide what the length is of each. Yeah. The detail. Absolutely. If you have like long sim lives, then you can make a season last for like a whole month. Um, but mm. if you have short sim lives and a season's only a, a week by default. So I picked the middle ground because my sims have middle ground lives. Uh, and uh, I've gotten through the end of summer. Uh, the creation tool for your own holidays is super, super, super cool. Um, I love the way that they have integrated holidays into the game this time. Uh, there were holidays in previous iterations of seasons, but it was still very like mechanical and there wasn't much personalization in it. And frankly, there wasn't much for your Sims in it either. Like Mm. there was definitely more for them to do, but in terms of like building a narrative around the holiday, it is a lot better in the Sims four. Also the weather is just done really well. It, it's just a seamless transition from it being cloudy to it raining lightly to it raining heavily to it thunderstorming. There are consequences for all of those different types of weather on the clothes that your Sims are wearing. Uh, If your Sim is a gardener, only certain plants are going to bloom at certain times. And they've changed all of the flora in the game so that it responds to the seasons. So like I have hedges all around my property on the Sims and those hedges are dead in the beginning of spring because winter's over with just then, and so it's not back to life yet. By the end of spring, it is like a big, vibrant, completely different color. So they put so much time and effort into all those little details that it really just brings the world alive in a huge, huge way. I could talk about The Sims for so much longer, um, and I just feel the energy of all of our listeners fading away, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I need to just have my own Sims podcast is what I'm thinking I need to do. uh, because I'm just so obsessed with it right now. It's all I've been playing for the past week. Um, do you want to add anything? <laughs> no. I, uh, your house looks cool. Uh, your neighbor's houses look cool. Everything looks cool. I would play The Sims again. I was really into it when I was a kid. I guess because I was like, ooh, I get to like be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know now what I'm just my like, attraction I'm an adult. I feel like it's just something that I've always played. I played all of them. I played The Sims One. I played Sims Two. I played Sims Three. It's Sims just Three was that the I last. Do. Sims Three was the last one that I've played, like seriously. Sims Three base game, or did you stop at a certain expansion pack? Base. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think the next big one that I'm excited for is University Life. Um, So every iteration has had some form of going to college. And The Sims 4 has the life stage where you go to college. Mm -hmm. So the original Sims only had babies, children, adults, and elders. And then the second game added in um, toddlers, I believe. Um, And the third game added... Uh, I'm sorry, toddlers and young adults, I believe. Mm. And then the third game added in um, teenagers. So now there's all these different life stages in The Sims, and 
even though we have young adult, we don't have university. And that's when we got young adult in uh, The Sims 2. Sims 3, it was base game, but again, we got university later. So I'm expecting that to be sometime soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Pets only came out a few months ago. So we're only a few months between major, major packs. um, And they haven't made any inkling of what the next one's going to be. So... Fingers crossed it'll be something having to do with like going off to college because at that point I feel like that's all I need in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm like pretty well set after that. Mm-hmm. Anything else is just the cherry on top. Mm. I hate your disdain for the Sims. I'm not dis- I'm not look, my I'm, the listeners are vicariously <laughs> losing interest through me. <laughs> Whatever. I love it. And if you love it, you should let me know because I need some custom content. So you should hit me up. I need some (laughs) black stuff. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I guess we're going to play some music before you talk a lot about racing. Yeah, we're going to play some music now. Yes. Guess what I got into? The Sims? <laughs> no. I got into the closed beta for the crew. Two. Oh my god, we're back to sequels. How did you get that? Uh, I signed up on Ubisoft's website, and then I was like, can I get in this beta? And they were like, I don't know, nigga. Like, you just have to wait. And then I got an email. I was like, you got in. And I was like, Yay. And I was excited. Why? I felt special. I felt really special. I was like, oh, I got into the closed beta. That was like a month ago. Okay. And I was excited to play the crew too. And did you? I did. I did play the crew too. I played the closed beta. Uh-huh. And um, I know a lot of the verbs in here are in the past tense, if you noticed. Right. Was excited. Mm-hmm. And then I played the actual beta. I think grammatically it would have needed to be was no matter what, but continue. But it it helps with my point. I am now no longer (laughs) excited. I see. Those Ubisoft car physics, huh? Um, yeah. I did not play the first crew. Uh Uh-huh. Obviously. Um... Why was that? You're such a racing aficionado. I think it, it came out during my like gaming hiatus, so mm-hmm. I played it. So I was like, cool, I get to play the crew too. This would be fun. Getting that closed beta, which I know doesn't mean anything, but whatever. I felt special. I'm glad. Um, what? what? Cool, because now I think the game, well, the, then there was the open beta, and I was like, maybe I should play it again, and I was like, I don't feel like it. And I think it's coming out like tomorrow. officially wow Um, for the record this is why we didn't talk about it in the E3 show last week because we knew we'd be talking about it now that's true but they also barely talked about it at E3 anyway (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) it was easy to miss very easy to miss 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It's... I don't want to make the Forza comparison, but, like, <laughs> the story is that, you know... It, it has it's a, camp- a Forza clone. It is. Um, <laughs> and the story is, you know, you race around for, like, social media fans. Oh. Where, like, Forza, you race around for, like, fans. It's, like, oh. a similar mechanic for, like, the story, but whatever. Um, and, yeah, you just keep racing, and you can do, like, regular-ass car racing. There's boat racing. There's airplanes. Bike stuff and obviously like for the beta i don't know if this was true for the open one too but the car stuff was like the most fleshed out obviously um and i I just didn't have a lot of fun with it it was just kind of the racing wasn't very exciting to me uh i don't like any of the physics actually for i didn't like any of the driving physics for the car I think the most fun I had in the game was the airplane stuff. But even then, I was just, just like, how many times can I loop-de-loop before this gets tired? Not many is the answer to that. <laughs> um, yeah. That's all I got, unfortunately. I feel like this is the type of game that I would have enjoyed when I was 10. It is not the kind of game that I enjoy now. Not that, like, it seems childish, but, like, I think the physics are, like, very simple and don't require... I don't know. It's, like, interesting because, like, I, I watched some videos of people playing the game and it looked like they were having a lot of fun. And I was like, what am I missing out on? I don't really know. I don't know. Because I do love racing games. So, um, yeah. I mean, the Ubisoft car physics have been notoriously bad for every Ubisoft game I've ever played. The watchdog cars were a, like the worst part about that game by far Damn. was driving. And you and because it was Chicago and you couldn't like take the L for some reason, um, <laughs> you had to drive everywhere. I actually rode on a bike almost every time if I could, because it was so much easier to control. And losing the cops in anything other than a bike was really a fucking chore because mm-hmm. the physics were just so bad. It was like impossible to drive around. Yeah. Um and I feel like that's the same thing uh in um I feel like that's the same thing in the Assassin's Creed games, not Mm -hmm. cars per se, but like the carriages and stuff like that. They just don't handle all that well. Right. Ubisoft, whatever engines they're using, seem to not be able to handle any kind of moving vehicle uh, in an appropriate fashion. Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, the division does not have any of those. (laughs) And so uh, it cannot be sullied. Uh, But I I could have predicted this about the crew. that's entirely why I didn't pick up the first one because I had just suffered through the car <laughs> physics of uh, of Watchdogs. Yeah. Watchdogs Two was a better system, but it was still awful. Like yeah. even if the crew was better than Watchdogs Two, you could not pay me to buy. It. I'm interested to see what uh, people are saying about the game. Well, what people will say once it actually comes out. Um, it's going to be on Game Pass next month, so maybe I'll. <laughs> download it. I'll download it one more time just to like double check, make sure that all of my shade is warranted. I think my shade will hold up. But so anyway, since I was not excited about the crew too, I went back to playing a good car game, 
Forza Horizon 3. And I'm really excited for 4. We all know this. Seasons, new cars. Actually got to watch a little bit of Forza Horizon 4 gameplay, and it looks stunning. It just looks beautiful. Like post E3 gameplay? Yeah, wanna I think I think it was Unilad Gaming. They had they had a little bit of of play of gameplay. It's like seven minutes. It just looks like an updated version of Horizon Three. And quite honestly, that's all I need. Just make Horizon Three better. Horizon Four, boom. I've been watching you play a little of the Horizon Three. Mm-hmm. I won't comment on any of the gameplay that I was seeing. Thanks. Um, but. It does look like there's a lot of dumb stuff in it that uh, I am excited to see go away. For instance, you were explaining that you're not actually driving with anyone in the world. It's not like a shared open world. Right. And I just kind of assumed that it was. Yeah, the it's whole like time. Op- it's like faux open because like your friends' driver cars is what they call them. Wow. Show up. <laughs> and, like, you can see your friend's cars and you will race with them and maybe add them to your lineup and stuff like that. Um, but you're not actually in a shared world unless you, you know, create one. Uh, what do you mean create one? Like, you know, you create, like, a group that you can, like, if, like, like George invites me to his group and then we can race together. Oh, that thing that you're doing. Yeah. yeah oh, okay, okay. I see I see what you mean. Yeah, so the new one is going to be it's just open world like, you know, period, right? Yeah. I think the crew 2 is also open world. Okay. I mean, they filled it uh, for the beta they filled it with computer players. And I think I was playing with like other people at some point. Or like That's nice. in the world, but you yeah, whatever. It's, you know, <laughs> open um, world with friends. And there also just seemed to be um just it it did seem very static in terms of the scenery and stuff like that. You did say that you could like drive into the city or whatever. I haven't seen any of that for Yeah, the world is huge. All that I've seen you play is like the same looking countryside. You could tell me that you were in the same spot and I would totally believe you. I probably was. I there are like certain areas that I prefer racing in. Like I actually hate city racing because it's like So you prefer the racing that I've seen you do? I prefer those areas. I like more like open road, mm-hmm. wider. I don't like tight corners and mm. cornering. I okay. can tell. So yeah, that's that's my that's my thing. So actually, I'm like <laughs> gearing up. Shut up. I'm gearing up for Forza Four by becoming a better driver in Horizon Three. Mm-hmm. So one thing I noticed about my driving, I'm being critical. I was like, oh, my cornering sucks always. Yeah. Um, and I am, I am a drifter. I love to drift. And I was like, wow, I can barely control my car when I drift. I was like, why is that? So I started to do some YouTube investigation into some really good players. Um, and all of them were like, well, in order to control your drifting, you really need to be driving manually. And I was like, (sighs) which is telling. I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit this. I'll admit that. I'm embarrassed. Um, I was playing automatically. I was playing on automatic. <laughs> That's all I'm going to play. <laughs> I, uh, automatic gear shifting. You know, you go from one to two to three gears. Thank you. You're welcome. Just for those that don't know how cars operate. And most of us drive automatic cars, but some people for some odd reason think it's the 50s or whatever and still do it manually. But... The upside to doing to manual racing in Forza is that you can accelerate faster, you can accelerate better, 
And actually, people do speed tests of like the same car with the same setup. One driving automatically, one person shifting manually, and the manual person always wins. So I was like, well, shit, I got to drive manually now. So I switched to doing manual with clutch, which is a new mechanic. I have not seen that. When I was a kid, you can play manual, but it was just like one button for to shift up and shift down. And now they have a, a mechanic where you can hit a button to activate your clutch, which is, I guess, the most accurate way to do it. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. You're just losing interest. Um, <laughs> this is my Sims. This is this is the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it's a lot of fun. Like, I actually picked up the mechanic pretty easily. Um, I'm going to link to some videos that I thought were really good in the show notes for anyone who wants to learn how to race better. Because it definitely helps with me just driving in general. Um, my cornering is much better. My drifting is a lot better. And I've only been doing it for, like, two weeks. So, like, I feel confident that I'm, like, ready to go. Hmm. And that was the, oh, and that was the other thing, too, was that a lot of the problems with my cars is that I would stick with the stock tuning and that wasn't that it's not great because it like it doesn't account for like weight distribution of the car and like certain problems with like a real wheel drive versus an all-wheel drive and like what things you want to like offset to like make your car f- respond better so i was watching videos about how to tune them better and things like that i'll link to another video that i thought was really helpful nick is feigning interest so i'm sure you all are too there's just no way that anyone is less interested in doing Halloween in The Sims than tuning their fucking car. Yeah. It is. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> tedious, but it's like, I feel like it's just as tedious as like weapon loadouts in the division. Like you're going to just have to spend some time in a menu tweaking things for you to get to that next level of gaming. Fair and that's where enough. I want to be at. I want to like, that's what I want to do. Like even... Just, like, the playground games. It's just, like, like virus tag or capture the flag. So, like, even though my driving kind of sucks a little bit more just because, like, you know, it's harder to keep you in know. mind that I have to shift and blah, blah, blah. Um, when you do start driving manually, you will forget to shift sometimes. <laughs> but I'm accelerating a lot better. So, like, I can, like, maneuver out of things a lot easier and still am overall a better racer already now because I'm doing this. So I think it's good. I'm, like, excited to, like, get better at it. So that way when Forza 4 comes out, you're going to be like, Cedric, wow, he really plays Forza. I'm very excited to pick up Forza for the very first time and just completely whip your ass. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> like, maybe we should start streaming by then so that way people can, we can do that. You know, show people, I can show people. Are like, you whipping your ass? No, that's not going to happen. Okay. Because, like, automatically, like, if you drive automatic... Like, sure, things will be easier for you, but since I'm accelerating better and since my car is tuned better than your stock car, it's... You I'm not going to play three. I'm talking about four. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing in four. I'm going to do... Duh. I'm going to do the same thing in four. Yeah, I'm just going to beat you. That's all. <sighs> I'm probably not. It's okay. No, I mean, I welcome the challenge. I hate you. Mm. I can't believe you just put air quotes around challenge. I did. Uh, whatever. Um, I think that's a show. I think that's a show. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. We as do always. appreciate it. Thank you, especially if you stuck through The Sims and racing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I bet there's like most people that don't give a shit about either. Either of them are just like, <laughs> I like listening to them talk. <laughs> and we appreciate you especially. Thank you. Please rate and review us if you are that person. We finally, as we said, got up on the iTunes store as officially rated, but we still have a small number of reviews. And so it would be great if we had like, you know, more. more. So definitely do that. Yeah, and don't forget we're on the social meads. Social meads. Social meads. Who said that first? Feebrob. Right. <laughs> and we are your two dope gamer friends. Um, <laughs> we're on Twitter and Instagram at GamerFriendsPod. You can follow us and engage with us there. Uh, we do tweet back. We do tweet back. Love a good tweet. We've also got info at GamerFriendsPodcast.com. You can send us your feedback or any questions, comments, or concerns. Or concerns. And GamerFriendsPodcast.com, where you can find all the episodes uh, and a fun little bio thing. That's right. We have some bios up there. Eventually, we got to put some more stuff up. Eventually. Yeah. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Thank you so much. We'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Deuces. Bye.